We talk agriculture now. Our next guest has concluded a pilot project exploring viable diversification options for cane growers in South Africa. In uh, October 2020, the new crop diversification report that was commissioned by SA Cane Growers Association, which identified potentially suitable alternative crops that could be grown to help ensure the survival of the sugar industry. The project was part of an international social and environmental accreditation and labeling initiative to close the financing gap for small-scale farmers. The Worldwide Fund for Nature South Africa provided funding and Cotton South Africa provided mentorship. So we speak to Andrew Russell now, chairperson of the SA Cane Growers Association, talking about this project. Thanks, uh, Andrew, for joining us. Good morning. Good morning, Asanda. So tell us about the SA Cane Growers Association. What are you guys about and what do you offer for those who are your members? Um, we represent the 22,000 growers that supply sh- or grow sugarcane and supply sugarcane to South African sugar mills. So whether they're large-scale, small-scale, medium-scale, land reform, we represent all of those farmers within the industry. And our association also works towards making sure that those farmers uh, are sustainable and um, we try to assist them to make sure that uh, we add as much value to their businesses as possible. And this pilot project uh, is an example of that. Okay, so how did it start then? Well, it started in, under the master plan. As you uh, may know, the sugarcane value chain has a master plan, which is a social compact between the various members of the sugarcane value chain, as well as government. And it was recognized that the industry was in a state of decline through a number of um, adverse events that have happened in recent times, floods, droughts, um, a flood of foreign imports as a result of insufficient tariff protection. Uh, And then we had the sugar tax, which has also um, eroded local demand for sugar. Mm-hmm. And so, in this partnership with the market, with the with DTI uh, and the Department of Agriculture, we've identified the need to diversify the sugarcane value chain. So that means not only making other products from sugarcane, but also creating other opportunities uh, for our farmers to grow other crops. And we, as part of the master plan, we commissioned a study to see what other crops could be grown, and cotton was identified as one of those. And we commissioned this uh, pilot project in partnership, as you say, with the International Social Environmental Accreditation and Labeling Initiative, together mm-hmm. with WWF South Africa and Cotton South Africa. And it's shown us that uh, indeed cotton is a viable alternative for sugarcane, can be grown as part of a rotation crop mm-hmm. um, alongside the sugarcane or with the sugarcane. Okay, so then that, that partnership with WWF and Cotton SA would make sense then. But tell us about the benefits of cotton farming on a sugarcane farm. I mean, both crops, cotton and sugarcane being summer crops, also being prominent, as you say, as crops because they're profitable. What are the benefits? Yes, so most of our small-scale growers farm on a very limited uh, piece of land, usually around five hectares, and they can't afford to take out of out of production any of their land because they rely on the revenue stream that it generates. And so being able to provide a rotation crop that also continues to provide a revenue stream is a a big step forward. Mm. 
The other benefit of cotton, unlike um, orchard farming or tree farming, is that there is a low barrier to entry. Cotton has a much lower startup cost, and um, quite often in the gyms, the processing facilities will lease equipment to farmers, um, ensuring that new entrants don't need to buy all of the equipment that they need up front. Mm. And also, in terms of skills, mm-hmm. um, in this pilot project, um, Sango, who is a sugarcane farmer, found that um, they were quite similar, uh, or similar enough that he could easily adapt the skills that he has to cotton farming. And it actually required less uh, working of the ground, less tilling, less fertilizer, and um, cheaper chemicals to manage the, uh, the weeds and the, and the, and the competitive um, plants that grow up between the crops. So uh, let's talk then in terms of uh, other uses of sugarcane, because I think when we think sugarcane, uh, we think uh, sugar, and that's it. But we know the straw can be used, it can be thatch as well, even in biofuel it can be used. Yes, certainly. So um, one of the big alternative uses for sugarcane is, as you say, to instead of make sugar, we use the juice to make ethanol, which is a, a biofuel, can be used in vehicles. But at the current time, with the world prices of oil, it's not a competitive com- uh, product. Uh, uh, can't compete with the, the, the oil-based fuel. But what we can do with ethanol is we can convert that to other products. Mm-hmm. So sustainable aviation fuel is a viable alternative, and so are bioplastics. So we're looking. Uh, we have another task team within the master plan that is investigating and doing the necessary feasibility studies on these alternative uses for sugarcane so that we can be less dependent on just the sugar and the molasses that is produced from the sugarcane. And as you say, the fiber can be used uh, as a fuel also for co-generation uh, of electricity. Okay, so how, what is the next step then? The pilot has been now, and I'm sure you've gathered some lessons uh, from the challenges and maybe the good things that have happened. What's the next step for this project? Well, the next step um, is to coordinate this project with the restructuring of our industry, um, which, is, which is necessary in order to um, make it sustainable. And we will be investigating partnerships with the, the cotton gins because it's absolutely essential that there is a facility which can process the cotton. We understand that there is a cooperative that uh, is interested in establishing a cotton gin in Pumalanga and there is already, already a gin on the Makatini Flats in northern KZN. So we will be informing and advising the growers that are close enough to those facilities about the benefits and the outcomes of our projects and we will be uh, encouraging them and insisting them to, uh, to, to diversify into cotton. Awesome. How do we get a hold of the SA Cane Growers Association for those uh, farmers, especially the small growers who, who need assistance? Because, as we say, we need to close the financing gap for small-scale farmers. Yes. So we have a website, www.sacanegrowers.co.za. Um, they can contact us through there. All of our, all of the growers within South Africa know who SAKN growers are, and we're in constant communication with them through social media and through SMSs and regular updates from our industry, uh, from myself uh, and our and our CEO. So um, 
but the easiest way would be to contact us through the website. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we really appreciate your time, Andrew. Thank you so much, Asanda. Andrew Russell, chairperson of the SA Cane Growers Association, uh, talking to us about the Cotton Diversification Pilot Project. So that's a partnership between uh, the Worldwide Fund for Nature South Africa, the SA Cane Growers Association, as well as Cotton South Africa.